The following is a live sports presentation of the RBA Sports Network. just saw what happened to my poor puppy. Oh, my goodness. He had to call time out and talk it over with my older dog, Harry. Uh, the Shih Tzu connection. <laughs> yes, folks, it's a, it's a home studio. Can you tell? How are you? How are you? And how are you? Rob with him along with you live on the RBA Sports Network. It is live at 1135, the exclusive podcast, the final word in high school football for week number three of the 2017 season. Glad to be back with you after last week just got all screwed up uh, with a lot of Friday games moving to Thursday. <clears throat> we had a few games make it through the monsoon last Friday and uh, really just a handful and not enough to you know try to get the podcast together and we had our game of the week moved to Monday so we've had two games in the last 96 hours and but we were full of football tonight everybody back on the gridiron a couple of teams with buys but most everybody in action tons of action a lot of games and we talked about this on the game of the week uh, on uh, 1029 the mater 14.30 a.m. and here online on the RBA Sports Network, we talked about all the games, especially in Class 5 Region B that happened tonight, that uh, there are going to be at least two of them, my prediction is. At least two final scores. We're going to look back on November 3rd to September 8th, and we're going to say that win there, that win put X in the playoffs and knocked Y out. Now, who's it going to be? Don't know. Lee Davis, Douglas Freeman? <clears throat> Verina Matoica, maybe. Mills Godwin-Atley. Henrico Deep Run. Not sure. But Class 5 Region B, J.R. Tucker, Prince George. What a shocker there. Tigers go to Prince George, get the win tonight. But somebody, somewhere along the road, uh, come November 3rd, they're going to look back at tonight and go, man, I'm glad we won. Or someone's going to look at this week and go, we had an opportunity and we let it pass by. A lot of great scores tonight, a lot of incredible action, so let's get started. We have uh, already put up our first live Twitter poll tonight, and that is what is the most impressive win of the night, and our nominees are on Twitter at the RBA Sportsnet. You can vote for the next hour. Hermitage, Dinwiddie, Lee Davis, and Verina. Those are our four nominees. Most impressive win tonight, Hermitage, Lee Davis, Dinwiddie, or Verina. Vote now at the RVA Sportsnet. That's the RVA Sportsnet. Poll will be up for one hour's time. Chat room is live on our Google Hangout right now. If you want to join us, if you have a question that you want to ask us, you may go right ahead and do so as we are live in our broadcast center right this minute, and we've got the chat up. So if you join us on our chat, we're more than happy to answer any questions that you file our way. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's get to the finals. Begin with our game of the week. Uh, three one-yard quarterback sneaks. 
That was our total of 21 points tonight. Mills Godwin had two, and Atley had one. So your final score was Godwin 14 and Atley 7. Atley again playing without quarterback Tyler Warren, who was injured early first half against Deep Run last week. He was there tonight. He did not suit up. Don't know if he'll be available next week for Douglas Freeman. T.C. Nance, the quarterback, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you that <clears throat> Atley would have won the game with Tyler Warren. I think Atley would have had a better chance tonight simply because there were about four passes during the game, four or five, uh, that T.C. threw that you could just tell he hadn't had enough reps with the one squad, even though he probably got a lot this week. The connections just weren't there yet. He overthrew John Johnson a couple of times, led him out of bounds on a long pass where Johnson had beaten his secondary uh, mate from Godwin was inside Mills-Godwin territory back in the first half when Atley was doing everything they can just across the 50. And then in the second half, they spent most of the half on the Godwin side of the football field. Thanks to field position and early interception and whatnot, they were able to get the one score midway through the third quarter to tie it at seven, but then Mills-Godwin, credit to them, 46 seconds. That's all it took them to drive down the field, score the go-ahead and eventual game-winning touchdown. And then got to give a shout-out to Max McRoberts, defensive lineman for Mills Godwin. Let me set the situation for you if you weren't listening. Third down, football rest at the four-yard line, Atley down seven, midway fourth quarter, approaching the final four minutes. Atley can get a first and goal at the two. So it's essentially like a third and two at the four. And Max McRoberts comes out of nowhere, I mean just destroys the Atley offensive line, and as soon as Nance hands off the football to Bratton, McRoberts is swallowing him up back at the eight-yard line. To me, the play of the night, because at that point, it set up a fourth down at the eight, a fourth and six. Um, Atley had problems with with snaps all night long, and they had one on, on this fourth down play, worst possible time to have it, unfortunately. Nance, the ball bounces off the ground, gets to him, but by the time it does, he automatically has to start running for his life, rolling to his left, and right before he went down, he kind of threw the ball toward the end zone as a prayer, and it was not answered. Godwin takes over on downs and runs out the clock. And so 14-7 the final. Now, the problem for Mills Godwin is that they're 2-1, and one, but they have scored offensively three touchdowns in three games. Their opener was a 14-7 win over Clover Hill. One touchdown was on special teams. The opening kickoff of the third quarter, Bryce Safferwich went to the house. Tonight, they get two scores. Last week, they were shut out at home to Lee Davis. They get Hanover at home next week. Hanover comes in smarting after a loss tonight at Massaponics. We'll discuss in a moment. So Mills Godwin has a chance to go 3-1, even though they are still trying to get their offense really up and running. And they're going to have to do it soon. because once they get past Hanover, if they can get that win, and I'm not guaranteeing that Godwin's going to beat Hanover next week. I think Hanover, young, inexperienced, but they have a shot to go in and get their first win of the season. If Godwin especially continues to struggle consistently offensively. Um, But Godwin's going to have to get it straight before they get in those Colonial District battles. The rivalries with deep run. Uh, J.R. Tucker is 2-0. Yeah, you, you, you know, Hermitage is still on the schedule. Glenn Allen can, can, can put up some points. They, they had a good first half tonight in Ashland, and then things kind of got away from them. So, you know, Mills Godwin's got some things to work out offensively, but they're 2-1, and one, and that, that's a good thing. That's a big thing right now in the whole Class 5 Region B situation. Advantage Eagles. 
disadvantage Atley back in the Richmond area side of Class 5 after being two years removed in 5A North. You know, good news, Verina, bad news, Matoica. Verina ranked 10th in our latest NBC 12 RBA Sports Network Big 12 High School football poll, gets a big win, 45-7. They roll over Matoica tonight. They're 2-0. and And so big win for them when it comes to the five, you know, the Region 5 class, the Class 5 Region B playoff race. We're going to get this also, this new vernacular straightened out eventually. You got 15 teams in the region. Eight are going to make the postseason. And somebody tonight, who finishes either ninth or 10th and misses the playoffs, probably lost tonight. And they'll look back at tonight as one of the, again, t- opportunities that, that slipped away. So let's get to the scoreboard, shall we? Let's start with the NBC 12 RVA Sports Network Big 12 High School Poll. We had a top five battle tonight, number one Hermitage, number four Thomas Dale. And I- I'm telling you folks, a lot of people went into tonight wondering is tonight the night Thomas Dale could beat Hermitage and and even get closer to becoming number one in the poll after shutting out Cosby and only allowing six points in the big win over L.C. Bird? Hermitage comes in. They had only allowed 21 points in two games. And it was a defensive struggle early on with some turnovers first half. Thomas Dale had the early 3-0 lead. It lasted for quite some time. And then Hermitage gets on the board. Touchdown. Touchdown. Thomas Dale answers with a kickoff return for a score to get the lead back down to four. And then one more touchdown for Hermitage, and the defense does the rest. We talked in the preseason about how Hermitage bringing back seven players on defense. I thought that was one of the biggest stories coming into the 2017 season out of training camp. If you can have good defensive players and a good defensive unit, the bulk of it, coming back, you got a lot going for you. Because offenses take longer to get going than defenses do. And the Hermitage defense has now given up just 24 points in three games. They're averaging eight points a game. Giving up. Because the one touchdown tonight for Thomas Dale again was on a kickoff return. So 21-10 the final. Hermitage 3-0. Thomas Dale drops to 2-1. Excuse me, on the season. They have a bye next week. Hermitage will host Verina in their annual non-district affair. Verina, Hermitage, that's my wife's school versus my son's school next Friday night at Chester Fritz. And uh, Verina 2-0, big win over Matoica. They had a big win over Meadowbrook last week. Uh, are they back? Are they for real? Is this another new playoff year for Verina? Are they going to get back into the postseason? We're going to know a lot more about Verina in 168 hours. The trip to Chester Fritz will give us a great barometer as to just how good Verina can be this season. <clears throat> so Hermitage with the win. They're 3-0. Number two, Manchester. No problem with Cosby tonight. 35-10 the final. Lancers go to 2-0. and Cosby struggling early this year, and they are at now 0-3 on the season. Big matchup down near Roanoke Way tonight. Dinwiddie, one play short last December, just falling to Salem, down at William & Mary in the 4A state championship game. Title rematch tonight. Credit the schools for scheduling each other, non-district, to do this. They didn't have to face each other in September. They chose to do it. Dinwiddie goes to Salem, gets the win. 25-20 the final. Generals are 3-0. Salem will return the favor and come to Dinwiddie. 
uh, in the 2018 season. But I'm, I, I bet the bus, those wheels on that bus won't hit, won't hit turf until they get back to Dinwiddie across 460 out of Lynchburg. Coming home tonight, congratulations to the Generals on a very big win. For those of you who thought, oh, no, Highland Springs loses to Hermitage, only scores nine points in the process. Did they lose too much to graduation? Highland Springs is going to be just fine, thank you. 40-7 to winners tonight over Meadowbrook, the only team to beat them during their championship year a year ago. 40-7. to And so Highland Springs moves to 2-1. and River Bend is coming to face them next week. And then in two weeks on our Game of the Week Live, Lee Davis hosts Highland Springs. We'll have it for you live two weeks from tonight, Online on the RVA Sports Network, on the radio, 102.9 FM, 1430 AM. And on the TuneIn Radio app, search Radial, R-A-D-I-A-L-L. Game of the week next week is Deep Run at Patrick Henry. More on their games in a moment. Continuing in the poll, number six, LC Bird bounces back. It's a 40 to nothing win over Midlothian. Midlothian now one and two. Bird is two and one. Number seven, Monacan struggled tonight at Clover Hill. And we'll be able to go back and look in about six weeks or so and go, is Clover Hill really an improved team, or did Monaghan just sleep on the Cavaliers? Cavaliers had a chance to score late, try to tie it up. Monaghan holds on and gets a 14-6 win, and I bet it was a rather short but uncomfortable ride on the bus back to Monaghan High School tonight. The Chiefs are 3-0. They host number 2 Manchester next week. Lee Davis. Confederates have been looking for, well, quietly the players have been wanting revenge on Douglas Freeman since they left Douglas Freeman last November, losers in the first round of the postseason. And they waited, they waited. The schedule came out over the summer. They saw September the 8th. They had to take care of business first with Mills Godwin. They did. Talked to them after the Godwin game on the field, and they were to a man. They're like, we're ready. Let's go get Freeman. And tonight they do. 35-21 the final. Big night for Josh Rice. For everyone who was thinking, Nathan Evans has graduated. What's Lee Davis going to do? We knew going in, between Josh Rice and Jameer Johnson, they were going to be fine. And Lee Davis puts up 35 tonight. They get a big kickoff return from McCauley. And the Confederates are 2-0. and Douglas Freeman suddenly is 1-2 and in that Class 5 Region B situation. They get an 0-2 Atlee squad coming in next week at home. They'll try to right the ship and get even at 2-2. Two and two. So Lee Davis wins 35-21. Hopewell, number 9 in our poll, had a bye. We talked about Verina winning 45-7 over Matoica. Number 11, Goochland, 3-0. 27-7 winners over Central Lunenburg. And number 12, Collegiate, the last team in the area to start their season. And they got it going today. And congratulations to the Cougars. They score on their first play from scrimmage and go on to beat Trinity Episcopal. 34-13, the final Cougars 1-0, Trinity Episcopal falls to 1-2. Quick check of our live at 1135 podcast poll right now on Twitter at the RVA Sportsnet. Most impressive win tonight so far, Lee Davis with 42% of the vote, Hermitage with 30, Dinwiddie with 23, and Verina with just 5. You can vote for the next 45 minutes on the RVA Sportsnet on Twitter. That's if you're listening to us live on our podcast. If you're listening to the podcast version, either late Friday night or on Saturday. Poll is closed on Twitter, but we do live podcast polls every week during our Live at 1135 podcast. 
All right, other scores outside of our poll tonight. Impressive win for Patrick Henry and a big night for Terrence Oxendine, which included a 99-yard touchdown pass from Alex Sakar to Terrence Oxendine. Patrick Henry has not had their starting quarterback this week. They've played two games in four days. Hunter Hart has been sick and out. He did not play Monday. He did not play tonight. And Patrick Henry has scored 81 points in two games. 41-15 winners over Glenn Allen. The Patriots under new coach Keith Braxton are now 2-0. And they host Deep Run on our game of the week next Friday night. We go on the air at 6.30 with the On the Sidelines pregame show powered by Sheehy Ford of Ashland. And the kickoff at 7 o'clock. Wildcats Patriots on 1029 The Mater, 1430 a.m., as well as online on the RBA Sports Network. We have lists and live links always at rbasportsnetwork.com and at hanovercountysports.net. And if you got the TuneIn Radio app on your phone, if you don't, you need to get it. The TuneIn Radio app, all you have to do is search Radial, which is R-A-D-I-A-L-L. Take your buds with you. Whatever game you're at, you can watch it while you listen to our game of the week and get two games for the price of one. So that's on the radio all at the TuneIn radio app. Patrick Henry, 41-15. Glenn Allen now 0-2, and they, it doesn't get any easier for them. They go home, but they have to host number eight, Lee Davis, next week. Harry, you all right? You good? No, dear. My, my, my Shih Tzu is 13 and a half years old. God bless him. You know him, the official mascot of the RBA Sports Network. You've seen him on Twitter from time to time. Harry and I both, we have something in common. It's called allergies. And, and so it, I may have to slip him a half a Benadryl either tonight or tomorrow to help him out because when, when he has the cough, I know exactly what's going on. Hang in there, my friend. I'm kind of stuffy myself. i got to go take some Benadryl once we're done. Uh, Hanover, tough night tonight. We knew it would be because they're going up to Massaponics. The Panthers in Spotsylvania County, one of the top teams in Northern Virginia in Class 5, number one. But then number two, they get beat last week and rather handily, which does not happen to Massaponics. You know, they may lose a game or two in the regular season, but they normally don't get spanked, and they got spanked a week ago. And so I suspect that Hanover walked into a hornet's nest tonight. And Massaponics rolled 51-14 the final. Hanover's young, growing pains continue. They go to Mills Godwin next week, and I really think that's going to be a very intriguing game. It's 51-14, Panthers with the win. James River goes to Huguenot, gets what I think is an impressive win, 19-6 over uh, the Falcons, who were 2-0. They're now 2-1. They slowed down the Huguenot offense, only allowed the six points. James River moves to 2-1 and one on the season, and they're going to need to collect as many wins as they can, even though they know they're in the postseason. Now, you know, Class 6, Region B, there are only eight teams in the region, and you got to have eight teams in the postseason to fill out all five weeks of the postseason. So James River, Clover Hill, Thomas Dale, Cosby, Manchester, all go into this season knowing they're in the playoffs, which is very unusual. It's a weird place to be. In fact, that's the only region in the Commonwealth of Virginia in the VHSL that only has eight teams, to my knowledge. And so now what you're doing all year is you're playing for playoff position. Can you get a home game in the first round? Can you avoid being a seven or eight seed? Because you may end up having to face a Manchester or a Thomas Dale on the road in week one. You don't want to do that if at all possible. So James River getting another win tonight. That's a good thing for the Rapids and for new head coach Bobby Henderson. Henrico gets their first win of the night. Good performance over Deep Run. Deep Run scored a couple late to make it closer, but really the game was not not much in doubt. 42-24 the final. Warriors even at 1-1 one one on the young season. And they get 
J.R. Tucker next week, and the Tigers are coming in 2-0. and They score in the final seconds at Prince George and knock off the Royals 27-24. Fantastic win for J.R. Tucker. So they're 2-0 and going to 1-1 and Henrico next Friday night. Tough loss for Prince George evens their record at 1-1. and Petersburg defeats George Wythe tonight, 42-30, the final score there. Colonial Heights, 2-0. Congratulations to the Colonials. 34-14, the final over Parkview South Hill. 2-0 the record for the Colonials early on in this season. They host Southampton next week. Louisa is 3-0. 52-14 winners over King George in Class 4 Region B. 13 teams, 8 playoff positions. Dinwiddie is a lock for one. Monikin is a lock for another. And I think right now you got to put Louisa and Eastern View in that upper echelon with Dinwiddie and Monikin. And Louisa is playing dangerously simply because they have got a year-long worth of emotion to play with. They are, they are playing this entire year knowing that their longtime head coach is retiring at the end of this year. And he has struggled with cancer battles not once but twice. And you know the Lions want to have an incredibly special season for him to send him into retirement. So they're 3-0. and They've won handily in all three games. Lions are going to be somebody to deal with in Class 4. Speaking of Class 4, big win tonight. We talked about it Monday on our postgame show after our special Labor Day game of the week. Caroline losing to Patrick Henry, bringing Powhatan in on four days rest not wanting to go to 0-3 because that could put them really behind the eight ball, trying to get a postseason position, even though the battlefield district is not quite as powerful as it's been in years past. Uh, Caroline comes from behind and knocks off Powhatan tonight. Powhatan suddenly has lost two in a row to Midlothian and to Caroline, two teams that normally Powhatan would either beat or would be highly favored to beat. So the Indians are struggling Caroline with a huge win, one and two on the season now, and they can use that as momentum as they head into battlefield district play. First, though, they got to come up here to Richmond, or should I say take the trip south, and next Friday afternoon they take on Thomas Jefferson at TJ. It's a 4 o'clock kick, and TJ gets a win over Greensville County, 27-24 the final, and the Vikings are 2-1 and one on the season, Jalen Jackson and company with the win. Congratulations to them. Again, huge win for J.R. Tucker tonight. Caroline with the knockoff of uh, Powhatan. New Kent beats Tab 20-7. to Essex all over King William, 36-12, the final score there tonight. And we've got two games tomorrow, both on Saturday, 1 o'clock kicks. You got Bishop Ireton at Benedictine in VISAA play. Cadets are 1-0. And Armstrong is at John Marshall at 1 o'clock tomorrow or Saturday if you're listening here on the recorded podcast version. Justices looking to go 2-1 for new head coach Philip Sims. So that's a look at tonight. Headlines in our Big 12 poll with NBC 12. Number one, number two, number three, number five, Six, seven, eight, 10, 11, and 12, all winners. The only loser in our poll was number four, Thomas Dale, and they fell to number one, Hermitage. So a lot of teams expected to win, 
got the victory tonight. Patrick Henry impressive with their 41-point performance and the win at home over Glen Allen. Uh, James River gets the win at Huguenot in a game that we were kind of circling this past week. We talked about it with uh, Mark Davis on the On the Sidelines Wednesday playbook. Hope you'll join us every Wednesday afternoon on Facebook Live. We go live on the NBC12 Facebook page at 3.15 every Wednesday. Mark and I will take about 5-10 minutes and just preview the new week in high school football. Take your questions on Twitter or Facebook Live and kind of lay out the landscape, what their game of the week is going to be, what our game of the week is going to be. It's been a lot of fun getting to do that the last couple of weeks with Mark, and that's a regular feature uh, on the NBC12 Facebook page, Wednesdays about 3.15. It's the On the Sidelines Wednesday playbook. All right, so let's look ahead to week four. We'd like to take part of the podcast and talk about what happened tonight. And then we'd like to take the rest of the podcast and preview the week that is to come. Next week, the final week for non-district play, with a couple of exceptions. When we get to two weeks from tonight, everybody's headlong into district play. Some Dominion district action got going, of course, tonight. Bird Midlothian, James River Huguenot, Monica and Clover Hill. Of course, that's a nine-team district, so you only have two non-district games. And some people have already played those two non-district games. Here's the lineup for next week. Our game of the week will be deep run at Patrick Henry. Wildcats will be coming off the loss to Henrico. Patrick Henry now 2-0 and averaging 40.5 points a game without their starting quarterback, Hunter Hart. Hmm. Should be a good one. We'll go on the air at 6.30 with the kickoff at 7 next week on Friday night. Number 10, Verina, goes to number 1, Hermitage. Another home game at Chester Fritz for the Herm. Panthers... They went to Highland Springs, got the win. Now they've enjoyed home cooking for a few weeks. Henrico the win. Tonight, Thomas Dale the win. Next week, Verina has to come to them. But before this season is done, Hermitage and Manchester have a showdown October 27. If our Big 12 poll stays the way it is, it would be one versus two. Because Hermitage right now is one, Manchester is second. So number number 10, Verina at number one, Hermitage, 2-0 versus 3-0 next week. Dinwiddie, number three, and uh, Thomasdale, number four, they have buys next week. Number five, Highland Springs, will host River Bend. Number six, L.C. Bird goes to James River. There's a big test for the Rapids. Number eight, Lee Davis goes to Glen Allen. And uh, Glen Allen smarting after a tough second half tonight. Uh, Lee Davis is going to want to go in, get another victory, be unbeaten when they host Highland Springs on the game of the week in two weeks on the 22nd. We'll have it live for you on the radio, and online. Hopewell back in action, and they go to Powhatan, and suddenly this is a big game for the Indians. Having lost two consecutive games, they really need a win so that they can kind of right the ship a bit, and also don't you don't want to go one and three in your first four and then have to look at winning four or five of your last six just to get into the playoffs in Class 4 Region B. Again, we talked about how deep it is with Dinwiddie, Monacan, Louisa, Eastern View, just to name four. Huguenots at two and one. And, uh, you know, Powhatan now is in a group of one and two with Midlothian and Caroline. And King George is a little down this year. Cortland's a little down this year. Uh, so five and five could make it. I don't think four and six will do it. So you need to pick up wins. So Powhatan tests for them with um, Cuffey. And Walker and company, Hopewell coming in off the bye week. Not away is at Goochland as the Bulldogs look to go 4-0. Collegiate goes on the road for a Friday night affair at Western 
Albemarle. And that will be next Friday at 7. Also next Friday, George with us at Clover Hill. Cavaliers try to get a win. Man, they're so, so close. Just lost to Prince George by one. Just lost to Monaghan 14-6 tonight with a chance to tie it late and unable to do it. So the Cavaliers will be looking for a big win next week in the Dominion District when George Wythe comes in. Here's an interesting one. Cosby will host Huguenot. Huguenot's 0-3. Excuse me, Cosby is 0-3. It's been a tough start for the Titans. They'll have a chance at home to finally get that first win, but Huguenot is no slouch. They gave James River all they could handle tonight. They're 2-1 on the year. They have two pretty good wins in non-district play. And so Huguenot at Cosby could be very intriguing next week. Atlee goes to Douglas Freeman. Will Tyler Warren finally be ready to play and get back at quarterback for the Raiders? They need him. Douglas Freeman suddenly 1-2 and two on the year, and they need a win so that they can uh, uh, kind of tidy things up. They've got a good team. They've got a very good quarterback in Jack Pollard. Good running back in Corey Cooper. Uh, they just they they had the tough loss at James River last week, and Lee Davis was the better team tonight. And you know we don't predict games, but had you asked me before tonight's game, I would have said I thought Lee Davis would win. Uh, Lee Davis is a very good team this year. They they have they have the pieces to make a run in Class Five Region B. And to me, that's more than just win a first round game and then lose to one of the three you know, the triumvirate of the Panthers, the Skyhawks, and uh, and the Springers. We'll see them against Highland Springs in two weeks. We'll have a good barometer of just how good Lee Davis is after that night. But I've seen Lee Davis live. I've seen L.C. Bird live. And I think if they played tonight, it would be a heck of a game. Don't know who would win, but I think it'd be a great game. So we'll see what happens in two weeks. But first, Lee Davis has got to get past Glenn Allen. Douglas Freeman with a chance to make it 2-2 two and two if they can get the win at home with Atley. We mentioned Hanover going to Mills Godwin next week. Godwin's still trying to get the offense rolling. Hanover at 0-2. This is an opportunity for Wynn to steal one on the road before they get into the Capital District. 2-0 J.R. Tucker goes to 1-1 one one Henrico. Is that where the Tiger Express stops, or can they give the Warriors the fits that they gave the Prince George Royals tonight? Matoica coming off the big loss at Verina goes home, but they've got Massaponics coming in from Spotsylvania, fresh off the big win over Hanover tonight. That will be a tough one for the Warriors. Colonial Heights will look to go to 3-0 at home with Southampton. Petersburg will go on the road up north to take on James Monroe. We mentioned that Caroline comes to Thomas Jefferson in the afternoon. Trinity Episcopal, 1-2 now. They've lost two straight. They go to Norfolk Academy next week. Louisa has a bye. Benedictine goes to Fork Union Friday afternoon. And then a week from Saturday, Armstrong goes to Churchland down at the 757. And St. Christopher's has a 2 o'clock kick at Woodbury Forest. So that is a look at what happened tonight and a look ahead as to what is to come as week number four will be here, of course, before you know it. couple of other notes of interest before we wrap things up tonight here on our live podcast, live at 1135. Number one, earlier tonight on Twitter, we announced that we've added our first live high school volleyball broadcast of the season, and it's going to be this Tuesday night, so it's coming up real fast. Mark Calendar, join us Tuesday night at 7.15, defending 5A state champion Patrick Henry, takes on Hanover, 
their newest rival, now in Class 4, Region B. Those teams are together. No longer is it going to be Patrick Henry and Atlee fighting it out in November. It will be Patrick Henry and Hanover with Midlothian in the mix as well. Coverage begins on our YouTube channel at 7.15 Tuesday night, live from Hanover High School. Patrick Henry at Hanover Boys Volleyball. Can't wait for that one. That is going to be fantastic. Uh, Coming up, RVA Sports Network throughout the weekend. Saturday, we are live at Richmond Raceway. No more international in the name. Uh, They have started a $30 million uh, refurbishing project out at the racetrack. Uh, When we go back next spring, the infield will be completely and totally different. They are rearranging it, building new facilities, bringing Victory Lane to a different location to make it closer to the fans in the stands. They're trying to make the raceway the most interactive raceway for fans in all of NASCAR. It already is, almost. They make these changes, and it definitely will be come spring of 2018. But the Monster Energy Cup Series comes in Saturday night. Of course, big history because, number one, it's the last race before the chase playoff field is set. And number two, it's the final time that you'll see Dale Earnhardt Jr. race in a Monster Energy Cup race at Richmond Raceway. And we'll be live in the infield, in the media center, tomorrow evening with coverage on Twitter at the RVA Sports Net. And we'll have videos and some other things throughout the day as our coverage will begin mid to late afternoon. Race will get going not far after 7, 7.30 Saturday night. Of course, while that's going on, we'll keep an eye on all the college football action on Saturday. Uh, That includes Randolph-Macon's first road game of the year. That's at Averett, taking on the Cougars, trying to go to 2-0. We'll have our eyes on the Yellow Jackets. We'll have our eyes on all the other college teams in Virginia tomorrow. Keep you posted across our Twitter network. And then Sunday is the first edition of our newly expanded Super 7 polls. You know, in the past, we would release Super 6 polls in field hockey and volleyball during the fall. And in the spring, we would do it for soccer and lacrosse, both boys and girls. Well, we've expanded the the polls by one team. Uh, Keep the alliteration, but instead of the Super 6 poll, they are the Super 7 polls. And we'll have our first poll for field hockey, boys volleyball, girls volleyball. It'll come out Sunday, 12.30 p.m. on Twitter at the RBA Sportsnet. And they'll be available at rbasportsnetwork.com. We put them out then. Because you're getting out of church and you're getting ready to watch the NFL. And that's a great time to grab your attention before you spend your Sunday afternoon either watching football or taking a nap. Or maybe even doing your homework. One of the three. Or maybe a combination. Do you do your homework while you take a nap? I guess that's possible. So the new Super 7 polls. First one of the year. With with these sports, we like to wait a couple of weeks and let things kind of hang out. Especially volleyball with the Virginia Volleyball Showcase. And now that that's behind us, we'll have our first poll Sunday afternoon. Again, on the RVA Sports Net on Twitter and on rvasportsnetwork.com. Monday, weather permitting, if the rain effects of Irma don't come in early, uh, we'll be live for field hockey action. We have yet to determine. We're still on the fence as to which place we're going to go, either Lee Davis at Patrick Henry or Hanover at Atlee. Wherever we go, we'll be live on Twitter at Hanover Sports at 5.30 Monday afternoon. We've got our Game of the Week volleyball premiere Tuesday night, Patrick Henry at Hanover at 7.15. Twitter coverage on Hanover Sports as well. And again, next Friday night, our Game of the Week deep run at Patrick Henry. The next Friday night, we will have a live at 1135 podcast. It may be shortened just a bit uh, because we have a quick turnaround 
because we got to get up the next morning and make the trip next Saturday, the 16th, up to Washington, D.C., as uh, yours truly will be filling in for Robert Fish and joining Marty Wilson on the call as Randolph Macon uh, is at Catholic University. That's their last non-conference affair next Saturday. They've got Averett on the road tomorrow. Um, and Catholic is no longer in the ODAC. They left the ODAC after last season, so it's now a non-conference game. ODAC only has seven football schools this year. Ferrum will join next year to get them back to the round number of eight. So busy weekend for us next weekend, Friday night at Patrick Henry, Saturday on the air in the afternoon up in our nation's capital. Don't forget, stay with us on Twitter, across our Twitter network. Thanks to all of you who uh, followed us tonight, wherever you might be. If you're in Hanover County, follow your teams on Hanover Sports in Henrico County at Henrico Sports in Chesterfield County at Chesterfield Sports. And if you're in the city, the Tri-Cities surrounding counties, or if you want to know about everything going on in the world of sports in the RBA, plus weather, traffic, and more, it's the RBA Sports Net. That's the RBA Sports Net. People ask, you know, why do you have a network? Why can't you just have one Twitter feed? Well, two reasons. Number one, it's the way our network grew organically. We began with our Hanover Sports feed about almost five and a half years ago now. And Henrico Sports came in about a year later. Chesterfield Sports several months after that. Uh, that's that's one reason. And the second reason is because we are firm believers in hyper-local coverage. When we break it down, we are able to provide information and coverage uh, for communities that we just couldn't do if we left everything together in one Twitter feed for the entire metropolitan Richmond area. So on Hanover Sports, we can really focus on the 100,000 people who live in Hanover County, their interests, their desires, their sports, their weather, their traffic, etc. And our motto here with the HCS Media Network with the HCS Media LLC, our parent company, is sports, family, life. What we do 98% of the time, yeah, it's sports. But we're very, very um, up on what is going on in terms of what happens that affects your daily lives. That's why we do traffic. That's why we do weather. That's why we keep you posted if we think there's a hurricane that's coming or severe thunderstorms in the area or storms coming in the wintertime. It's why we keep you posted on news that we think it's pertinent because it affects your life. And thus our motto, sports, family, and life. HCS Media LLC, the parent company of the RBA Sports Network. So that kind of explains all of that. Great to see new followers on uh, across our Twitter network tonight. And before we leave, got to give a big shout out to our newest members of the RBA Sports Network on Twitter. Uh, was happy to welcome six brand new interns. I spent all afternoon Thursday driving across Richmond dropping off press credentials from uh, Chesterfield County uh, to almost Ashland and uh, got a chance to say hi to a few of my interns person to person while doing that. A few of them were at practices and were not at home at the time. But uh, Andy Lochi, Noah Matthews, Cameron Taylor, Callie Yost, they were on board tonight, their first assignments, and did a fantastic job. Callie down at the Clover Hill game with Monikin. Uh, Cameron and Noah tore it up at the Lee Davis game tonight, and Andy did a phenomenal job up in Spotsylvania. Sorry he didn't have a better game to tweet. Um, you know, Tough loss tonight for Hanover, but they'll be with us throughout the season, not only in football but elsewhere. And to our two interns who are part of a football team, so thus they can't tweet on Friday night, but they'll be with us throughout the year. Kip Vahorn down at Atley and Sepp Shirey at Atley. We welcome them. Sepp joined us on a live basketball broadcast several months back, and I suspect we'll try to make that happen again 
uh, this year. But Kip's going to be live Tuesday night with Lee Davis Atley Boys Volleyball while we're at Patrick Henry Hanover. So we'll be able to keep you covered on Hanover Sports on Twitter with some very big volleyball action on Tuesday night. Big thanks to our brand-new interns, all six of them, four with great starts this evening. Of course, Taylor Luck back with us for his third year as he continues his work at Old Dominion University. Congratulations to him on that with great coverage tonight from Ashland. His story on the Patrick Henry win over Glen Allen will be in the next week's edition of the Herald Progress. We'll have a story on uh, the Atlee Godwin game from tonight and from NASCAR tomorrow. And a big shout-out to my son. Yes, sir. Twitterless Robbie. <laughs> he, he doesn't have Twitter. So he's Twitterless, but he knows how to text like uh, nobody's business. And he play-by-plays me wherever he's at in football or baseball or whatever sport he's covering. And uh, he was there at the Herm tonight to cover Hermitage and Thomas Dale. And we thank him for his help as well. So next week, our game of the week, Friday night, 1-1 one one deep and run versus a 2-0 Patrick Henry. 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock kick. On 102.9 FM, 1430 AM, online at rvasportsnetwork.com and hanoverscountysports.net and on the TuneIn Radio app on Radial. Two weeks from tonight, number five Highland Springs at number eight. Lee Davis cannot wait to bring you that one. All right, fans, thanks for being with us on this edition of Live at 1135, the exclusive podcast of the RVA Sports Network. The final word in high school football Every Friday night. Now, if you can't join us for the live edition of the podcast, we record it. We'll have it up immediately on our Podbean website, and we'll have links to it on Twitter uh, and online. We'll always put our podcast up at the top of the page at rbasportsnetwork.com, HanoverCountySports.net, so you can just stream it from the website if you wish as well. Tonight's podcast is an exclusive presentation of the RVA Sports Network, solely intended for the private, non-commercial use of our audience. And any rebroadcast or other use of the podcast without the express written consent of HCS Media LLC. And as I've told you before, that means my wife, God help you, is strictly prohibited. Rob Witham saying thanks for being with us on Live at 1135, and we'll talk to you next week on the RBA Sports Network.